0: Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This story proves that if your boss wants to fire you, they'll do whatever they can to find a way. Dr. Binoy Sobnak teaches physics at the University of Lowborough in England, and also, as part of his employment there, oversaw a residence hall at the esteemed school. School officials a year ago released Sobnak from his duties as residence hall warden, but kept him on as professor. But, you know, once something like that happens, you can almost feel the target on your back for everything else. Perhaps that's why the professor sought assistance from an employment tribunal who, after investigating, found that the university unfairly dismissed him from his role as warden, something he'd done for 18 years, and then awarded him $20,000 in damages. School officials said they originally dismissed the man from the job because he used too many question marks in his text messages.
1: (laughs) Well, for shame, for shame. Wow. I know. <laughs> would they arrested him if he would use too many exclamation marks? Oh, my Cliff?
0: gosh. They might, yeah.
1: Well, Cliff. Yes? I am absolutely beat this morning. Beat? Yes. What's wrong? Here it is, what? 6.07, and I it's can hardly get going.
0: You're already done for the day.
1: I'm already done for the day <laughs> due to someone yeah. not being able to... ...to control and contain their water outages. Their what? Water outages.
0: What's going on?
1: Unexpectedly this morning at 1 o'clock... Yeah? ...I had to take someone outside to relieve themselves of some water.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh, you mean the dog you are currently caring for.
1: Yes. He had to go potty in the middle of the night. At 1 o'clock... He hadn't done yeah. this the whole time I've had him. And then I couldn't get back to sleep. Yeah. And this morning, Cliff, I feel like a whoopee yeah. cushion under the rear end of the universe. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm feeling like.
0: Well, let uh, me ask you this. Yes? Uh, how much water did he drink before
1: bedtime? A ton. That could have been the problem yeah, right I See, there. that's the problem. You need to uh,
0: restrict his water intake, and you'll prevent that.
1: Well, I didn't know that until, you know, <laughs> just now. Mercy. Now you know. <laughs> <laughs> well along those lines Cliff no uh, curse words yes. were spoken yesterday but I know on my end they were actually thought a lot of uh, Okay me and my tax preparer
0: Oh oh that okay Yes
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. nobody came to blows or anything and no, yeah. no nobody's mad but um apparently Cliff all of the artists that I play here on Country 981 during the morning road yeah. show Mm-hmm. I can't count these people as dependents on my taxes and yet I think I should <laughs> be able to because when I play their songs yeah they receive money for it right so it's True. like I'm handing them money as a dependent yeah and I should be able to take that off of my taxes I had a whole list of all of our artists that I've played over the last year yeah and mm. he said no you can't do that but I think I'm right don't you agree, Cliff? Aren't you in my well, corner on this? Well, I mean, they they are in fact
0: dependent on you in a small way to earn royalties for the songs um you know that are played, but there are specific rules that would exclude them from being actual dependents on your tax return.
1: That's what he said.
0: <laughs> <See>? <laughs> like do they live with you? No. Okay, are they younger than 19? No. Okay, so there's the two things that throw that out immediately. Same thing he said. Yeah, see? <laughs> but, there's a thing, you know, that's like actual real rules and regulations, and then there's wishful thinking.
1: My counter is, Cliff. Yeah? I would not object to any of them wanting to live with me. Really? <laughs> I, don't, I can't think. Well, maybe one Alan, or two. Alan Jackson? Well, he's too grumpy for me.
0: He would complain about everything.
1: Yes. (laughs) And the one guy can't Uh, get his hat be uh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Willie Nelson would be welcome
0: to come. (laughs) Weed, I wish I could tell you that this is a story that proves it's okay when cooler heads prevail. But since this is Florida we're talking about, it'll be more accurate to say that it's the dumber heads that are doing the prevailing. Last Thursday, a safety officer at DuPont Middle School in Jacksonville, Florida, heard the call over the radio and responded a fight outside the cafeteria when the dust settled it was found that two girls had gotten into it it was apparently a long brewing argument because one of the girls had just left the vice principal's office after having a discussion about what was going on and as it turns out there was one other thing the girl who was the apparent aggressor in the incident the one who had just left the vice principal's office got some help from her mom As police say, in the middle of the student melee, they found 34-year-old Edith Riddle throwing punches at the other girl with her daughter. Police are fairly certain the attack was planned by both mother and daughter because mom showed up to the school for the meeting with the principal wearing a boxing glove. She showed up to the school wearing a boxing glove, sat through the meeting wearing the boxing glove, and then helped take down her daughter's enemy, throwing down with a boxing glove on her left hand. She said that she couldn't take it off. Because it was accidentally super glued to her hand.
1: She's now, though, charged with felony abuse of a child using a weapon. I'm going to say, Cliff, if somebody shows up anywhere with one or two <laughs> boxing gloves on, I'm it's, not believing their story if they say it's stuck on their hand. It's caused to become suspicious. Well, well that would be my first thing here. Hey, this isn't you know, normal.
0: You know, if you, if you think about the, this vice principal, he's like, or she... There's something funny going on here, but I can't accuse her because I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Excuse me, ma'am. Do you know you have a boxing glove attached to your hand?
1: (laughs) I'm going to have to unlace you here just to see if we can get to to the bottom of this. Can you show
0: me the super... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Of course, that's an awkward conversation, too, when you're unlacing people, Cliff.
0: (laughs) How did that happen? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Cliff, in your news at 7 o'clock, you mentioned the uh, new field, the new infield, Gil Hodges Field here in town.
0: Yeah pretty cool looking it, it
1: is extremely cool looking those in charge of that and making the decisions to do that should be very proud of themselves i went to uh, march the first as a matter of fact cliff yeah took a good look at the uh, field i was quite impressed by how beautiful it actually looks all astral turfed up the infield and i remember yeah. standing there cliff at the uh, main gate of course it was locked down pretty <laughs> securely I couldn't get out onto the field, but boy, I wanted to get out there, and I haven't done this in years. I would have loved to have run the bases. And then I thought, you don't the kid base. yourself. You'll be walking slowly around the bases. But uh-huh. that, that field That's looks right. impressive, Cliff. <laughs> it looks good enough to roll around on like a dog on the thing. Now, You know, don't do other dog things on the thing. Don't do other dog things <laughs> Don't do that t- on the turf. I want to thank this morning, Cliff, Ashley yeah. McBride. Okay for taking care of a major concern of mine and right. uh, I wanted to say thanks because I've been looking around my house quite uh, often and for quite some time now Cliff yeah. thinking okay. about whenever I win the award for like DJ of the year or <laughs> selected to the radio hall of fame or let's just yeah. say Cliff by happenstance I win a Nobel peace prize oh, yeah. I've I've been wondering Of the different places in my house to put my hardware up so everybody can see it. And I would have never thought of this, but uh, she's brilliant. As you know, she's won a ton of awards recently in country music. Mm -hmm. And she's put all of her awards, I love this, in her bathroom. And that makes a lot of sense, Cliff. (laughs) If you win this, suckers, you want people to see them. Is that not true? Well, yeah.
0: I mean, I, I, I was friends with a guy in Nashville years ago who worked at the local TV station there, and he had won several Emmy Awards. Was, Emmy Awards are, most of us think national Emmy Awards, but they also give local Emmy Awards. He put them all on top of his TV where everyone could see them in, in the family room,
1: yes. Well, I had thought about putting mine in the uh, bedroom. Okay. but then the only person that's going to see it is going to be me because <laughs> certainly you're not getting any traffic in your bedroom so that's what I'm saying. <laughs> she's brilliant because you put them in the bathroom and yeah. if somebody comes over just for a brief visit, they're most likely going to hit the bathroom before they leave on go on their way well, and yeah, there' my trophy will there be. that's true I mean yeah. there it is, so she's got all yeah. of hers in the bathroom <laughs> so like
0: here's the the cMA award for new artist that she won
1: in 2019 (laughs) boom right there on the
0: back of her toilet
1: yes (laughs) as you flush she makes you stare at her winnings that that's beautiful cliff (laughs) there (laughs) there should be a song about that or something well cliff i'm considering taking a vacation this summer for the first time vacation first time in five years i'm thinking about it but uh as you and i have discussed before here when you were in the studio. Mm -hmm. my limit is about six hours. That's about all I can handle a car, and then I get a little... uh, Oh, in the car. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I get a little squirrely after about six hours. (laughs) So the place that I had thought about going to is Mm -hmm. just a touch out of my um, squirrel capacity for driving. Okay. I did not realize that Minneapolis, Minnesota was that far away from Princeton. It's ten and a half hours.
0: Ten and a half hours?
1: Yes. And I don't believe I can do it, and so... (laughs) Why on earth would you want to go to Minneapolis? Well, a lot of people would like to go there to see, you know, Paisley Park.
0: Oh, yeah, Prince's house.
1: Yes, but um, I kind of had my heart set on the museum of questionable medical devices they have there. (laughs) You would travel... Basically 20 hours in a car, round trip,
0: to go to a museum of questionable medical devices. That's the problem I'm having, Cliff, because
1: <laughs> when I went to their website, and I'm reading this right off yeah. their website, it says, "Yeah, a few volts of electricity appropriately applied will put the sparks back into your love life, and then they've got the <laughs> contraption there of where it sparks you, and why so, it sparks you.
0: Where do you hook those wires?
1: <laughs> well, it has in parentheses... Yeah, also cures prostate problems. So oh, I'm okay. thinking that it's got a little okay. blue, got a little blue light on it. Yeah, and a guy's holding the uh, mechanism in his hand. And so I'm thinking, oh. is this worth a ten and a half hour trip? Oh no, I'm wavering. Oh no, yes.
0: <laughs> oh, and if you click the picture, <laughs> don't click
1: the picture, Cliff. Don't click it.
0: What's a prostate gland warmer? Yeah,
1: yeah, don't don't, see. I don't know if this is worth the trip or not, Cliff. Oh, no, I want to (laughs) go. I bet you do. It would
0: seem as though families of loved ones lost are frequently looking for a way to honor their dead relative in a manner that would be true to how they lived. I remember visiting with a soaking wet dude in a restaurant a couple of years ago who had just ridden his Harley 50 miles in a driving rainstorm to honor his late brother because his brother was a biker and that's how he would want to be remembered. There are certain laws though about where you can actu- what you can actually do when it comes to burial after the services. For instance, most national parks will allow you to scatter the ashes of a loved one, but you'll have to get a permit and you might be limited to doing so in certain areas. There are states where such an act is illegal, although those laws are frequently ignored by both police and those who are mourning. The state of Maine, though, may find a new way to conduct a death ritual. Lawmakers, there considering a bill that would allow loved ones to honor their fallen family member in an open outdoor cremation. That means, of course, building a massive bonfire and putting the body on top before lighting it, AKA a Viking funeral. (laughs) <laughs> have they passed that no they're they're still talking about passing it it's not a an official law there yet
1: i like the idea though cliff really <laughs> when you think about it really i think it's kind of cute
0: well apparently there's only one place in the country where you can actually do that legally now uh it's in Colorado, and it's a pl- place open to the public, but they only do it 12 times a year, so you have to be one of the 12.
1: <laughs> I discovered this morning one great thing about being here in the studio at Country one all by yourself, day after what day, th- week after week, Cliff. <sighs> it's been almost a year, hasn't it? Yeah. April 2nd, you said, was our anniversary mm. date. So uh, what is the... Uh,
0: great thing about
1: being there all by yourself. You can do things by yourself that you would never do if there was another human being inside the same room with you. And uh, During like the what? news at 8 o'clock when you were yeah. going at it there, Cliff, I, uh, yeah. I was sitting here with my uh, shirt pulled up looking at my belly button and looking <laughs> at my belly. And, Why? <laughs> well, I noticed uh, while I looked at my belly that I appear to have acquired some Let's just say undesired weight change. Just, <laughs> just, I wouldn't call it eh? fat. It's yeah. just a little weight change that I'm not desiring to have. And I think I'm blaming okay. it all on this COVID thing, Cliff, because uh, I've been. know
0: that a lot of people, uh, a lot of people have, have experienced
1: that. Is that true? Or are you trying to yes. make me feel better?
0: Oh, no, I'm not. Well, do you think I'd try to make you feel better? Well, no.
1: <laughs> Foolish no, me. I've,
0: I've no, I've seen people post on social media uh, the number of sizes of pants or whatever that they've gone up in the past year. So, yeah, it's happening.
1: Absolutely. So, people aren't, though, posting on their social media their shirts pulled up looking at their bellies, right? <laughs> no.
0: No one's posting pictures like
1: that. Should I do that no. on our Facebook page this morning, Cliff?
0: Uh, I suppose. I mean, I can't stop you because... You're out there by yourself, so you can do whatever you want, but I I would recommend not. You think that's tacky? Yeah, no one wants to see that.
1: Okay. It's almost been a year since you've been in our studio doing the morning road show. Mm -hmm. I got to looking around in here, and if you walked in right now at this very minute, you would notice (laughs) nothing has changed in this room. It's exactly the same. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so I'm sitting here thinking maybe we should yeah. pizzazz yeah. this up just a little bit. You because mean like the decor of the studio? Yes. Because eventually okay. at some point in time, possibly, maybe, yeah. who knows what's going to happen, but we're thinking anyway that we'll start having yeah. guests come back around on the morning road show. Okay. Like the guy with the funny hat, you know, from the Shriners that usually comes in, Rick. So I'm thinking oh, yeah. this, Cliff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You will know the answer to this. Okay. I want this room to be inviting to our wonderful friends who come in and talk. I just don't want them to be very comfortable when they're in here.
0: <laughs> You're like, you want them to come in, but you don't want them to stay too
1: long. Uh, exactly. So I'm, <laughs> okay, that, make, that I, makes sense. Well, you know, it's yeah. just like a house guest. So I'm yeah. thinking, Cliff, Yeah. if you look on our text messages this morning, we got a picture yeah. of me quite attractive yeah. picture of me in the sexy <laughs> polar bear costume that someone decided yes. to send that in. That was
0: the uh, strapless miniskirt polar bear costume that you wore a year ago.
1: Yes. And so I'm wondering, yeah. could you, with your photography expertise, take <laughs> okay. a picture like that right off of our text messaging yeah, with enough quality to send it to your friend, Signs by Susie and have a poster of that made you know and we could hang it in this room <laughs> and like uh, on our facebook page sarah posted it. a picture of me laying down in the hot dog costume perhaps you could get yeah. that picture and we could start posting them around <laughs> inside the studio you see so what, what
0: you're what you're suggesting is is that we have pictures of you in the studio looking like a fool
1: correct <laughs> It's inviting because you're, you know, it's like a cat looking at something for the first time. You're curious. You'll come into you know, the studio. And, and then
0: and then eventually it turns your stomach and you have to leave. You will be uncomfortable and you'll leave. Yeah. Yes. What do you think, yeah, Cliff? Exactly. Is the quality good
1: enough to do that? Or is that something I need to get my costume out and you professionally photographer me?
0: Uh, no, I think I can make it work. Sure. <laughs> with whatever I got, because I don't want everyone to see that in person again.
1: I'm I'm willing to do
0: it. So <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Let me just pose this thought to you. By the way, okay, you got that picture in a text message from our friend Ralph, a uh, truck driver Ralph. That's right. Just so you know, the technology at hand means one thing: the fact that he texted you that picture means he has it saved on his cell phone.
1: Ralph's not invited to our studio. <laughs> <ever>. <laughs> Cliff, uh, eventually, one of these days, I think things will clear up. We don't know for sure when, but I think it will, and we'll yeah. have a, No, I, I agree. I think it will, yes. We'll have prize giveaways again and all yep. of that good stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. I've noticed over time, Cliff, on this program that yeah. uh, no one wants to come on the air with us here at, on the Morning Road Show. <laughs> now, you notice how I threw that radio slang in there, Cliff? You know, on the air with us. On the air with us. Yes, yeah. that's how you get in the radio hall of fame, right there. But by saying "on the air." Yes, you using
0: other broadcast
1: slang. Yes, that's how you get in there. That's that's the key. Yeah. But I've noticed that uh, nobody wants to do that, and I think a lot of it comes from some of the games that we play because of the embarrassment of <laughs> trying to uh, win the prize and then you lose.
0: The possibility of failure exists, and therefore. Um, the potential for embarrassment. That's right. Sense. And so okay. a lot of
1: folks, you know, they don't want to be embarrassed, and so they might want yeah. the prize, and yeah. they know if they don't succeed that the blame kind of falls on them. Yes. So I thought eventually, Cliff, and you maybe if you could write this down because I'll never remember. Okay. Maybe we could start giving those prizes away to where the listener has the chance to either do the question, you know, Best two out of three or whatever we come up with. Yeah, whatever the game is, yeah. They can do it themselves, or they can use you, Cliff Ingram, (laughs) as their substitute. (laughs) You see, you're known as the brains of this program. Well, yeah, I'm Sheldon Cooper of radio, so. That's right. So so I've been told. Yes, and so I'm thinking they could call us up and... If we do like a best two out of three and they're not yeah. confident, they yeah. could, uh, let's just say, bet on, <laughs> bet on the brain.
0: Bet on the brain. Bet on the brain. like that. And, yeah.
1: and make you do the game for them. Yeah. Thus, if you lose, they can blame you right. for being so bad yeah. at the game that they couldn't win.
0: And, and I will be forced to suffer the embarrassment. Right. Right, which is not really all that much worse than, I don't know, having to work with you for 15 years.
1: That's right. So bet on the brain could be a could be a thing we do this year, Cliff. I like I'm, this idea. I'm up idea. for that.
0: It's kind of like, you know, the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire show? You know, it's like a lifeline. Right. So
1: I would be a lifeline during a contest. That's exactly right. And you I'm, don't I'm, know I'm the I'm answers, okay do that. you?
0: Sure. No, you don't tell me what the questions are. No.
1: So, so I like that idea. We could play bet hmm. on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. And today we're going to feature from Loyola of Chicago, Sister Jean. Now, a couple of things about this lady, Cliff. She uh, Mm -hmm. does scouting reports for the opposing team. They're getting ready to play. She turns them in, and they look over them. She also says a prayer before the game with the team where during the prayer, she slips in statistics from the other team so the players will remember <laughs> <laughs> what they need to focus on. Which is pretty cool in itself, Cliff. Yeah. But I actually. think <laughs> I think this is the best oh. one though for Sister Jean. Okay. She was born August twenty first, nineteen nineteen. Wow. And on that same day, yeah. Babe Ruth played a baseball game. Yes? That Babe Ruth, where he tripled and drove in two runs playing for the Red Sox, not the Yankees. He hadn't been traded yet. So oh. Sister Jean was yeah. born before the Yankees, who have won 27 World Series She was born before they'd ever won their very first World Series. (laughs) She's been here for all 27 of their victories. Pretty impressive, Cliff. Yeah, you're right. And you can take all of that straight to the bank. Cliff, was there anything said today?
0: Phrases of the day start with number three. A prostate gland warmer. (laughs) Number two. Don't do other dog things on the turf. (laughs) Especially not those. No. And the number one morning roadshow phrase came really early this morning. It's 6.07 and you're already done for the day. (laughs) (laughs) If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to WeedandCliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.